Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast Dragon Ball edition. We are back for the first Dragon Ball episode of 2023. If you've been listening to the L7C, you saw we made our triumphant return to Dragon Ball at the end of December, and now we are back with the weekly manga. And we have the Dragon Ball expert, Mr. Mitch Oso. How are you doing today, sir? Doing fantastic. How about yourself, as always? I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm doing well. You've already had an episode already this year where you teamed up with Jacob and uh, Byron to talk about some Vince McMahon and some first-time sports betting thing. But I will say, since this is your individual episode, happy Happy New Year! Yep, Happy New Year to you as well, man. Um, don't get into gambling, people. It doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> the gambling has slowed down. It is. It is not. No, haven't lost, but haven't won anything. I'm stuck in limbo, so don't do it. It ain't worth hey, it. Hey, at least the Dragon Ball fans aren't allowed to gamble on when you think super anime is coming back, because there would be a lot of people broke in 2019. Yeah, for real. Now, that should be that should be something to gamble in general. I bet it, you can probably find that somewhere, but yeah, we ain't going to get it. And, uh, you know, so uh, also... Um, Nah, never mind. We ain't gonna talk about gambling. Let's get talked. Let's get talked about what everyone wants to talk about. That's chapter eighty nine came out. Funny enough, we we're actually recording this on the twentieth because we thought that it was coming out on the twentieth, and uh, we were mistaken. It came out on the nineteenth. So we apologize for being a day late for everyone listening. But uh, well, let's just get started here real quick. Um, Those people didn't want to come into work on Friday. They said hey, we're doing I, this I, out now. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's. I get it. I get it. But oh, well, well, it keeps us employed here. So uh, let's get started. So um, this chapter is chapter 89. Arrival appears is the title. Um, Just a little quick refresher. End of uh, chapter 88, you know, Trunks and Goten basically, you know, decimated. uh, I don't want to say even decimated. uh, Dr. Um, Hedos. Um, you know, his little laboratory that he had making all these zombie characters and all the other hoopla jazz, and they stole that disc that uh, was had sensitive information that he was working on, and that's where this starts. Uh, we see that Trunks is trying to break into um, the disc and see what's all on it, but he's unable to do so, and um, on his normal computer, I should say, but he decides that he's going to go and take it over to his mom's, uh, obviously. Bulma, I, I don't even think I even need to even say it like that. And he uses her computer that's um, that has more power to actually um, break into the disc. And he he opens it up and he sees that there's blueprints for cell. And um, of course, this trunks, this version of trunks, does not know of cell, or at least doesn't know that these plans will become cell. Um, he's probably heard stories of cell, but Obviously, he's never seen it, and then, um, and then the disc creates a virus on Bulma's computer, and he freaks out. But Bulma comes in and is asking what Trunks is doing, and if he broke her computer again, and blah blah blah. And she makes a remark that Trunks is more like Vegeta, and that he has like no similarities to her. In which case, following. Bulma is Bulma's um, daughter and Trunks' sister, Bra, and, you know, she's, I don't know how old she is in here. She goes up, fixes the laptop, gives her that uh, virus, and well, that little 
tidbit is done. Uh, Mai enters um, the panels here, and uh, she is dressed to go to school. Because Bulma is like, you need to go to school. Kind of looks weird that, you know, you're the same age as Trunks, and here you are working. So just Mai's going to school with Trunks. So they're going, they're going to school, and everyone is paying attention to the new student, the new transfer student. And um, guys are drooling all over about my and and whatnot. And Trunks just gets a little jealous. Of course, he likes my my apples. Absolutely has no desire in Trunks. Present Trunks, you know, the future Trunks is a little different story. But present Trunks, she doesn't care at all. Well, after after they introduce um, my to the class, a second student is introduced. Um, and his name is um, Beta, but a little funny, not like the Greek letter uh, Beta, but as you can probably take a guess, this is going to be another android of Dr. Hito's. And um, so you see that um, he enters the classroom and some of the females in the class are, you know, excited that a attractive male has come to the classroom. Typical high school stuff, I guess I would say. and. Um, the next screenshot goes to a gym class and outside they're playing basketball and Trunks is showing off um, a little bit more than what he uh, normally would because he's trying to impress Mai and some people are making um, remarks that, you know, he's doing fantastic today and Trunks just says that he usually holds back and yeah, but some of the other girls in the class um, they're attracted to Trunks. They're supporting him during his game, but Mai obviously doesn't care. And out of nowhere, Beta comes up, steals the ball, and he basically embarrasses uh, Trunks. Trunks tries to use his uh, speed to, you know, block a shot, but he gets finessed. He gets balled up. He should. Um, Beta should be on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Anyways, go check the, the score sheet for anyone uh, listening to this on December twentieth or January 20th, you'll get what I'm saying. Anyways, Beta shows up trunks, makes them look stupid, and people are just kind of in shock that uh, that occurred and whatnot. And and Mai starts suspecting something with with Beta. And the panel cuts over to where uh, Dr. Hito is, and that he's observing everything through the eyes of, of Beta. Because, well... He's broadcasting everything he sees back to their hideout. And they see that Trunks is, you know, very fast and whenever they were playing basketball. And uh, Dr. Hito um, wonders if he's the one who stole the disc, which obviously he was. But Android Alpha here and all the zombies that Dr. Hito created, they... They don't know that it was Trunks because he was not in playing basketball. He's not Super Saiyan, but when he was fighting him, he he was Super Saiyan to try to hide his identity. And they also make the joke that because they're rotting corpses, their brain is decomposing, and you know they can't remember if Trunks was the guy who robbed them or not. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes on that they just keep they keep looking around and. They're trying to find whom 
it could have actually been. Dr. Hito says that he wishes that he created or um, installed security cameras, um, but uh, he believes that the individual attends the school that, um, that stole the disc. So back in the classroom, um, Beta is sitting in front of Mai and Trunks, and Trunks believes that Mai has a thing for Beta, and he kind of calls her out on it, but she she basically tells him to shut up and take a look, closer look at him because she can tell that he's not human by looking at the back of his neck. He's clearly an android because of a marking on his back, and and they start to suspect that this android is there to, um, you know, just kind of cause trouble and whatnot. Well, Doctor Hito states or instructs Beta to try to lure out Trunks's, you know, powers to get more info if maybe he was the one who stole it. And we kind of get some funny panels here. Um, Beta throws a football at Trunks' head, but, you know, Trunks senses it, and he pretends to tie his shoe, and the football bounces off a fire extinguisher and just uh, extinguishes all of uh, Beta, and it's just uh, a funny scene. And then in the lunchroom, Trunks wants, you know, extra soup, but he can't get it, and Beta pretends to, you know, accidentally, like, trip, or not trip, he kind of tosses it over his shoulder, at Trunks to try to burn him. The Trunks just catches all the soup in his own bowl, and yeah, the, the plan is foiled, and, and we get to him in the next scene. Then Trunks and Beta are in front of a chalkboard doing math equations, and it is apparently a contest of who can get done faster. Beta being an android, he completes the task, you know, borderline instantly and trunks loses and trunks can't believe that uh he didn't even get a single single question right and that beta was perfect that is what his instructor actually said and dr hito takes this as a small victory um not really one that's beneficial but you know just just a little poking fun at the, the situation here and then after school um happens and my and uh Trunks are, you know, they're walking back to Capsule Corp, and Trunks notices that Beta is just up to no good again. He's hiding behind a, like a wooden, like, I don't want to say fence or anything like that. But again, he's just going to do something just to try to provoke Trunks, and Trunks is like, just give me a break here. And Beta notices that uh, someone throws a um, a baseball um, over across the. Um, Across the yard from where they're at, there's a truck, like a you know a normal utility truck, and the ball rolls underneath it. Well, Goten, not thinking, uh, goes over and instead of actually just reaching under the truck to get the ball, he lifts the whole truck, uses his powers, like, like an idiot. And Beta then assumes then Goten um, is the individual who stole the um, CD. So. Beta actually then transforms into his uh, superhero costume, and um, he is now going to fight Goten so that um, he can, you know, get that disc back. And we see a kind of cool, um, a fun couple panels here where 
Beta is charging after Goten, and Goten's just, you know, dodging and uh, doing basic evasive maneuvers and all that stuff. And Goten's like, hey, um, let's not do this here at school. And Beta just keeps demanding that the uh, disc gets uh, returned. And Goten has no clue because Trunks is the one that stole it. And Trunks sees what's going on here. Of course, he's watching. And he knows that he needs to be the one that goes and steps in to kind of um, fight crime, as the whole theme of this little side quest is. And he tells Mai, who doesn't know that he is a superhero, um, the Saiyan 1X, as uh, as he called or X1, my apologies. So he's like, hey, can you watch my bag? I gotta go to a restroom before we go home. So he, he ditches out, he transforms. And he um, jumps in between Goten and Beta, and, you know, they start fighting. And then the the zombie androids remember that it was Trunks in his Saiyan X1 costume that stole the, um, the disc. And uh, Trunks hands Go- Goten um, a wristband that will allow him to transform into his hero costume because he actually got it working that morning so pretty good timing and um they're they're fighting uh, beta and trunks and um trunks throws them over into the football field and they fight a little bit more there and and my suspects that she knows who uh say man x1 is and yeah so dr hito he's he's amazed by what he's seeing he's seeing two superheroes fight and just go at it and uh, beta uses a machine uh, called beta 2 to try to get the upper hand on on uh, trunks and it kind of just causes a distraction um he fires a missile at trunks and trunks just takes that missile and throws it into the bay and dr hito can't believe that i don't know why he can't believe that he's he knows what his grandfather did he's seen the stuff it Anyways, um, but Trunks knocks Beta 1, who is, again, is inside of a giant android, Beta 2. He knocks him down on the ground close to Mai, and Mai falls over in that bag that she was handed. It opens up, and the disc exposes itself, and Beta 1 notices that, and he realizes that, you know, Mai has it. So he captures Mai, and... He flies off. Uh, Beta 2 separates into an upper half in which he's controlling, and he flies away with Mai. And the bottom half in its rear end section, kind of funny, um, has just a whole bunch of missiles. And he uses the missiles to you know, fire on the students and whatnot and distract um, Trunks. And at this time, um, Trunks doesn't react fast enough to save the students, probably because, you know, Mai is getting kidnapped. But uh, Goten um, appears and saves all the students from the uh, from the missiles there. And then while Goten handles that, he's like, "Hey, go save mine." So um, Trunks uses a, a kind of like a whirl, like a whirlwind technique to destroy uh, Beta 2's uh, armored robot and whatnot. And he saves Mai. Now this little part's a little interesting, um, maybe for future plot advancement, but um, as uh, she's falling from the sky, Trunks saves her 
And um, as Mai's opening up, like her eyes, she has a vision that she actually sees future Trumps saving her. And um, and as he puts her down on the ground and then he goes and continues to fight and whatnot, they save the day, go tenant Trunks. And Mai has like a uh, like an epiphany. She has like a realization of, as she says, quote, it's like something or some long forgotten feeling just came back to her. So, you know, she, because this Mai did have a crush on future Trumps. Now, future Mai, obviously, and future Trumps were in a relationship, but this one had a, had a feelings towards future Trunks. Will that actually blossom into present Trunks? I guess we'll find out. But, um, but she still does not officially know that Sandman X1 was, um, Trunks, but she is impressed by what he did. So it's, it just building for the future. Just, just good world building, per se. And um, Trunks is about to spill the beans and tell her that he's, you know, Sandman X1 because he wants the credit for, you know, saving her. He wants her to realize it was him and all that other stuff. So, but maybe another day at the moment. And um, we see that Beta returns back to the hideout. And Dr. Hito, he. Um, you can see that he's frustrated, but he's actually also pretty happy of what he saw. That it was like real cool to see two superheroes fight each other, and he gets inspired to now create the next androids, which will be. I mean, if he's going in order, it's going to be Gamma One and Gamma Two, which um, he makes a remark that Go Tent uh, Red Cape was pretty cool. For Sam and X2, and that's where he's going to start. So that's where uh, Gamma 1 will get that red cape. I think Gamma 1 had the red cape. I think Gamma 2 had the blue. I don't remember. But but uh, yeah, that's it. That's all the chapter was. Pretty pretty quick, a little eventful, and pretty funny. And uh, you know, for what this arc is, this mini arc, this side quest, I mean, that was enjoyable. I mean, you have to keep your, you, you have to understand what you're about to read to enjoy it. Like, it's obviously none of this is really uh, groundbreaking. You know, the world's not in danger. This is just high school drama. But like what I said last uh, chapter, it's kind of, it's nice and refreshing. Like, you agree? Disagree? No, I, I, I agree with. It's uh, it's refreshing. It's interesting because I'm starting to think this is piecing how Dr. Hito gets put in jail. Because at the start of the movie, he's in jail. Mm -hmm. So is this how he gets put in jail? In I guess is this is putting him in jail going to be like same at exit like Goten and Trunks superhero persona is like first big criminal in jail. Yeah, that's what it will be. Um. That, like what you said, they'll maybe they'll get him for the crime of, you know, digging up, you know, cemetery and dead body, like, and using them for his experiments, you know, the, the, the kind of being like a Frankenstein kind of deal. That would probably be what sends him to jail. I just can't, can't think of what else could happen that would put him in jail. Because, I mean, stealing a disc that has information on Dr. Giroux, I mean... Maybe to someone that 
could be like illegal to have that kind of tech, but or info or research, but I don't know. That doesn't seem like what will be throwing them in jail, and like it would have to be the zombies, the zombie androids, because like it, like they wouldn't have had zombie androids in the plot if I, I would think they would not have zombie androids to you know be his first inventions. If this guy is supposed to be way smarter than his grandfather, then I don't think his first androids would be decomposing people. It would actually be something that is more advanced than, you know, Android 8. Now, I know that was Dr. Giro's eighth iteration, but, like, Android 8 was pretty primitive, per se, and I would think that Dr. Hito's, even his first attempt, would be stronger than that. Now, granted, it is funny to think about now that, you know, Android 8 actually was Frankenstein, essentially. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Frankenstein could be seen as a zombie kind of creature. So, I guess there are some similarities there, too. But I'm also going to say, too, like with Trunks, with his new, I guess you want to call it dilemma, it's very common in like American comics where the love interest will like one personality and doesn't like the other Mm -hmm. so i I find that very a homage to like the american comics that she's now smitten by the superhero persona of trunks but doesn't know that's the trunks of the current timeline also with this thing too i think we've talked about it bro this this relationship makes no sense like there's no reason for trunks and my to ever be together even in the future like people forget, Mai's older than Goku. Oh yeah, she's yeah she's she's born in like 50, 60 years old. Like, even pushing seventy for all adult, I know, but she's double his age. Um, so I mean, it's really like it, it's it's smart for them in these times to make it that Mai doesn't give a shit about you know teenage trunks here because that can get really awkward. to Depending on, like, I don't know, maybe where you are in the world. It's like, no, he's... How, how old's Trunks? The adult Trunks from, like, the future? No, this one. I guess I don't know his age yet. This is, like, the first time that we've actually seen him in high school. If he's like, high school, he has to be around... He looks older. He's probably in, he's probably 15. Yeah, I was going to say, can he drive a car yet? I don't know if he can drive a car yet. He's probably, so. he's probably 15 because by the... Because this is close to like the end of Z, that him and Goten were like near close to adulthood, like age wise. Well, I'm assuming 15. Because they were, they were seven and eight. They were seven and eight in the, um, in the Boo saga. Yeah. Yeah, seven and eight. And then the end of Z was a 10-year time skip. So when at the tournament, they're 17, 18. So, yeah, they're probably like 15, 15, 16, or 15, 14. Yeah. Just doing that, doing that math. But no, it's it's refreshing, like you said, and like seeing the stuff, which I'm like, okay. Then you also get to see, I, I know people have a field day about how this Trunks is significantly different than future Trunks. But you also see Bulma's daughter 
doing her thing. And I made that thing. I don't know if I ever said this off. I know I said this off recording, but I don't know if I said it on recording. That Dragon Ball Super messed that up. Because at the end of Z, Bulma's daughter it looks like a preteen. She looks like 11. Like, yeah. And Pan is like 5. But in Dragon Ball Super, Pan was born before Bulma's daughter. They completely messed that up. Yep. Yep. Hey. Yep, I got nothing. Which, you know what? At this child age, she's already smarter than her older brother that she got rid of the virus. I just wish Bulma would have saw that picture of, like, Cell. I wish I would have saw, like, the freak out. For real. Like, this arc would have taken a whole different turn, though. Like, it would have been way more serious in tone if Bulma got involved and actually saw it, so. Because she knows, she knows. I mean. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's also the first time we've seen, like, we saw Gohan play baseball, but a different sport in Dragon Ball, like, actually seeing basketball being played. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, but yeah, it was just, yeah, we saw baseball and now we've seen basketball. I don't think we've seen any other sports, which I'm kind of, I don't want to say shocked. I'm just kind of surprised that we haven't seen them like try to do more normal activities all throughout this, like this entire, entire series, this entire universal from Dragon Ball to Z to everything. So it is just kind of, Interesting to see them do normal things and just wonder how they cope with that or how they handle that. Because obviously Trunks could, let alone Trunks could destroy the planet, but like he could also destroy everyone at every single game of basketball apart from the Z fighters. So, and you know, it's funny too. We're talking about like homages to like old stuff when Dr. Hito was talking, saying, Is that the person or whatever? And like his other people were saying, oh no, he had like gold, gold hair. Like that's like a homage to like when Gohan was in high school and he did the golden fighter and everyone was trying to figure out who that is. Yeah. Specifically Videl, which then she obviously, like once Gohan had to do it against Kabito, they found out he was a golden fighter. So just another homage thing to like when Gohan was in high school. I wonder if. Because this Trunks, present Trunks, you know, he has, um, you know, he has blue hair. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he has purple hair, like what future Trunks did whenever he came back in time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Dr. Helio would have known or, like, recognized that to be Trunks. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm just kind of curious on that because. That is interesting. But now, I mean, he has a picture of this. Go to the trucks at the same man, X1, X2. Then he has a picture of my, but I mean, if the dude was at the school and he just overheard, he's like, oh, my works at Capsule Corp. So they're like, are they going to try and invade Capsule Corp next? Mm, probably should. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that at the end of the chapter. Now that, you know, Beta's ran back, uh, now they all know that, you know, Capsule Corp is involved and my lives at Capsule Corp. and Sandman one and two probably have ties to him, but uh, you know, yeah. And why is she the only one who has to go to school? Pilaf and little dog boy got made young too. Yeah, I got nothing because you know, I honestly forget what the 
the dog's name is, but like, you know, if you can have a dog be the the mayor of the city when King Piccolo is like, you know, <laughs> running havoc back at Dragon Ball, yeah, maybe he needs to go back to you know puppy school or something like that and rolling classes too. And uh, as for Pilaf, I'm, did he even go to school the first time? I mean, when you look like Garlic Junior, I mean, I, I don't think school system is really for you. Mm-hmm. That's true. But again, we can have, like you said, a dog be dog be the mayor. But no, that's interesting. But uh, Mitch, if you did not know, currently Crunchyroll, I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to this podcast and listens to all the other anime podcasts knows Crunchyroll is like the biggest anime thing out there where you can watch and all that stuff. They're doing their awards, doing their anime awards for stuff of 2022. And Dragon Ball Super has been nominated for two awards, nominated for Best Film and Best VA Performances in English. Mm, I did not actually hear that. Best Voice Acting in English. Yeah, English Voice Acting. Yep. And then... What did the English voice actors do that was so... Oh, that's what it's... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying like they were bad or anything. I, I, I don't know why they would have been recognized for anything like that. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Zeno Robinson was the one nominated. Mm. Who Zeno Robinson is? He plays Gamma. He actually is a pretty big voice actor. Dragon Ball. Um, he plays Gamma One. Mm. Looks like he plays the Gam. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Uh, he voiced Gamma Two in Dragon Ball Super, so his performance in Dragon Ball Super. And this guy's actually like, he's legit because he actually won this award last year oh. for his role in My Hero Academia as the English voice of one of the characters. They are Hawks, <laughs> so he's legit. And best best film. I'm not. I'm not surprised that it was nominated for that. It'll be interesting. There's some uh, One Piece film Reds in there, Jujutsu Kaisen, Deer King, but I would think Dragon Ball Super Superhero can win that. But again, this is... It's one of their biggest successes ever because they did not promote this movie at all. And obviously the money it made and the Rotten Tomatoes score, if you care about that stuff, all that stuff is... It was beyond expectations. So hopefully, I do hope they win that award. Rightfully so, and deservingly so. It was pretty. It was a pretty good year in terms of how the film pan out. And then what you call it? Then the movie is supposed to come out in DVD um, this year. I think in March. March. You could you could already go on Crunchyroll and some other movie sites and start pre-ordering it if you want it on Blu-ray. Hmm. Okay. There you go, everyone. So besides that, Mitch, I don't think there's anything else. I know there's one thing that the community loves doing, and obviously I send them to you when they're just like, oh, who's stronger, this or that, and we have our discussion. But there's been one picture going around the super waves of just having a whole bunch of characters on here, and I know you've seen it, and it's like rank them from strongest to weakest. Yeah. A a tier or a straight up rank? I think it's just rank from like one to I don't even know how many people are on. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Looks like thirteen, fourteen. I'll probably have to have you know. But obviously, the people on here is like Granola, Cellmax, Black Freeze, Amora, Broly, Gas, uh, Super Sam Blue, Vegito from Zamasu's Arc, Jiren, Orange Piccolo, Peace Gohan, Beerus, UI Goku. Yeah, basically, it's every strong person. In the um, universe. Basically, oh, yeah. after no. the Tournament of Power. Yes, that's a good way to say it. Yep. And, 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 go Vegito. Vegito's before. Well, well, it. what I was going to say was every strong person from Jiren till now, including the two fusions of Vegito and, well, Gogeta. So, and yes. now Gogeta's afterwards. So. so, I do want to actually have a list. I don't have it now, but I think for next next month where potentially was almost going to be a yearly thing potentially next month will be another in-person one. Oh yeah next yeah next month because it'll be uh yeah it'll be cooper's birthday on the 20th which that's what it says right now that the chapter is coming out of on, on the 20th um mm -hmm. actually i don't know if you'll be here live in person because the 20th is the monday that's true. Unless, I mean, if I leave, like, after the chapter. Well, I meant, I mean, like, anyways, well, well, we'll figure it out, yeah, though. But, but uh, I will say, like, when I was looking at the people, man, there were some, like, one and two are solidified for me. I mean, oh, I got Beerus and Black Frieza. And then everything else is... Like, I know there's some people who I have above other people, but then, like, just ranking them. Like, I have Go I have Gogeta Blue over Jiren and Broly and Orange Piccolo. I just do. But I don't think Vegeta from... I don't think Vegeta from the Zamasu arc, hot take, would beat Beer Jiren or Broly. I actually think he's, like, second to last on this thing. Again, like I don't think Vegito Blue from the Zamasu arc would beat Jiren or Broly. See, I this is what this is what I hate about the power scaling for this because, it, like in like just thinking about like fusion, fusion mm -hmm. should beat everyone on this list. Maybe it even, should. maybe even like Beerus because like how much stronger. The character becomes when when they're fused, like, like you don't add their powers; they like exponentially increase. I mean, mm -hmm. like Kid Trunks and Kid Goten when Super Saiyan one, and they fused and was able to go Super Saiyan three and fight Majin Buu to mm -hmm. par. Like, like if Goku could even like. Just even tiptoe around Beerus at Super Saiyan God, I would think any fusion should put put them literally on the same playing field as Beerus. And since I say Beerus is the strongest character um, of everyone shown in Dragon Ball thus far, other than Angels, then like even Vegito Blue in the Zamsu arc. Should be stronger than, you know, Moro or Gas 
or granola. But but no, you're right because power scaling is bullshit. And if you were in the previous arc, you are weaker than everyone in the current arc. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just how the logic of all of this has ever been. Even though, again, it's bullshit. Yeah, because like from the picture, it's from like because it's from their arc. Because obviously, like if they made Vegito now, it'd be mixed with UI and UE. If they make Gogeta now, it'd be mixed with that. But it's based off of it's the Gogeta from the movie. It's the Vegito from Samasu arc. Who he got shafted by the way. Those two seconds were not stuff. But then you got people like Moro, Granola, Gas, like. All those people. I know you even brought like Vegeta. Like where like, like the middle is the hardest for me. My one and two are solidified. It's it's Beerus and Black Frieza. Like that is that's easy for me. It's just the middle. You know, I'm gonna hype him up some more. Beeran should be the number one motherfucker in this entire list. And let me tell Jiren? you. Jiren, let me tell you why. Black Frieza, man. He should be. He should be. And and here, let me let me tell you why. Go and look at all of those people on there, mm-hmm. minus Beerus. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that does not have a transformation, or did not get a wish from a freaking dragon. That's true. Yeah, looking he, at all these people. Yeah, he is the one punch man of this universe. Like all he did was push-ups and sit-ups and he became stronger than almost all of these people. And the thing is is he's a good guy. Like mm-hmm. he's not a bad guy. Like you think like like he he will fight all of these evil people and not fight the good people. Literally a definition of a good guy. Duh. But like what is Jaren doing right now? Cuz look okay. Okay, no, go your on. favorite one. <laughs> yep, but you know, Gohan's probably back to studying, or he's probably writing a research paper on how you know butterflies freaking uh, float around in the sky. Goku and Vegeta, their training is worthless. Like it, it really is. Broly's an interesting piece because he has shown in the movie that even Beerus is—I don't want to say scared. Of like Broly, like I think if Beerus fought Broly, he would he would win that fight. But obviously, he's scared because Broly cannot control his power, and he's just going to destroy shit. And Beerus is probably like, I don't want to have to deal with that. But I mean, Moro had to absorb people. Now Frieza trained, but Frieza has transformations. I mean, base Frieza. Here's a question there for you: What is Base Frieza at right now because Base Frieza killed Gas. No, that's, a, ma- that's actually a very, that's a very good thing because Base Frieza himself is stronger. I, I would say he's stronger than all the people on here besides Beerus. Yeah, like trying to because that's why I need a month to really like think about this because I know you're gonna have Jaren like up pretty high. I know it's gonna piss some people off because obviously since 2000 and when did Dragon Ball Super come out? 2018. The move no, the movie came out 2019. Or is it 2018? No, 2018. Uh, I honestly don't remember. Ever since or 19. Ever since Broly got rebranded from an evil psychopath to a sympathetic figure. Obviously, his potential is insane because he was only fighting weak ass Paragus. No disrespect, you were weak. 
And then in two seconds, he was able to swap blows with the fusion. So I know the Broly versus Jiren debate is there. And like you said, it's the power, like, unless it's definitive, like, obviously, like, power scaling stuff. Because I know during the moral arc, we were, me and you were even having discussions, like, is moral that's, is he stronger than Jiren? Or is it just his hat? Like, is it just his magic stuff? Is gas really that stronger than Jiren? Like, is granola really that strong? Like, we were having those stuff, because... Your favorite thing. We don't know what Jiren's doing right now. We have to base him off of end of tournament of power, which discredits him because I think he's a lot stronger now, but we just have no proof. I just can't sit here and try to logically, like, lo- like this is just based on logic that before the tournament of power, Jiren lost everything, and then all he did was respond by getting stronger than everyone, and that included... Super Saiyan Blue times 20 Kaioken. Like, mm-hmm. Jiren fought five of the strongest people in... Was it five? Goku, Vegeta, Frieza, and uh, 18, 17. 17. I think just four. Yeah, anyways. He took on four of the strongest people all at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he And he just decimated them all. I mean... But, like, to think that he didn't go back to University 11 after he was erased. He was erased by a god. Like, it, there's no way I would think that he would just sit there. And as I've said on other podcasts, he just became an Avengers Endgame fat Thor. Well, no, he is, I guarantee that he is getting stronger and that he wants to be the best unless Toriyotaro and Toriyama do not share that logic since they actually have to put pen to paper. Well, I, I yeah, because obviously what we saw him, he was at that time, take away even, you take away Master and Ultra Instinct where Goku got it, he was the strongest mortal in the multiverse. He was. And the then, one that were at the Tournament of Power. Yes, that's true, because we don't know about the other universes. Well, well, he, he, he's the, he was the strongest known mortal yes like that we had seen yeah and then we've seen other people just have exponential jumps because they're obviously the main characters like goku could do ui at will vegeta ue like obviously i i mean there's some people here i would definitively say i don't think he's stronger than like he ain't stronger than gogeta blue that that's a no no uh uh, mm -mm, no i'm well it helped that in you know super in heroes you know, he said, like, why did, like, at the end of Fighting Hearts, he said, why didn't you guys fuse in the Tournament of Power to beat me, essentially? Mm-hmm. So, taking that into consideration, and again, I know you can't, you can't crisscross these things, because logically, you're just going to milk uh, your brain. You can, I mean, putting... and Heroes, Heroes had that, and also, when Hearts and them were um, trying to read Hit's mind, like, who's the strongest person in the Who's the strongest mortal in the multiverse and hits thing? And Hit didn't even see Goku go full UI and all that stuff mm-hmm. and all that jazz. And he said Jiren, and he's basing off this. It got was out halftime of the tournament. And he said Jiren. Mm-hmm. So, which is yeah. also funny too, how because I do like this picture because I do think these are outside of angels. These are the strongest people I've seen in Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. Like, Topo's not on it. Kefla's not on it. Hit's not on it. Re- like all the. Ani, all of them, like, I do think these are, this is why this is such a good thing, I'll maybe post that out on the L7C stuff, but like, it's a very interesting 
saying. Yeah. But a, that's, like I'm for looking, a, that's for next month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at this photo, and every time I look at someone, I'm like, I don't have a problem with anybody being stronger than someone else. It, mm-hmm. Like, I don't need Goku to be the the hero that solves all the problems and Vegeta to be, you know, the Robin to this whole thing. I don't have a problem with Gohan being stronger. Like at the end of all this, like if Gohan was a strong Vegeta right now, I'm hot, hot take might be hot take. I think beast Gohan. (laughs) I think he beats you. E Vegeta. I, I really do. Like, yeah, in terms of how this is all set up, yeah, Go- Gohan should, yeah, it, it should be, you know, Beerus, Frieza, and then with just how this series goes, Gohan should be the, um, I don't know, Gohan or Goku should be, you know, three and four. Yeah, can I and even, then, I mean, if we're going to be truly accurate, that picture doesn't even, <laughs> this is terrible, that picture doesn't have Goku's best UI form. Remember, we have true Ultra Instinct now. (laughs) For being truly accurate. And then then probably Broly. And then... Wait, not over Gogeta? Hmm? You would have Broly over Gogeta? Oh, I don't want to count the fusions because... Oh, so you're doing it without the fusions. Okay. Yeah, my my apologies. Yeah, it just... if, If I had it my way, this is how it would go. Beerus won. Gogeta or Vegito two and three, and then Frieza next. Um, so Frieza would be four, and I don't know if I would put Goku or Broly next. I want to say Goku, just because of what MUI should be, and then Broly, and then Gohan. Actually, no. I'm going to put Goku first, and then Jiren or Broly. One of those two. That's that's who I think it should be there, in that spot. Um, and then the follow of that then would be Gohan, and then Gas and Granola. Um, and like then what, Cell Mac, or Moro? Well, okay, I wouldn't know where between Moro and Cell Max would go. Mm-hmm. But um, Piccolo should be the last one on there, I think. I agree, I agree. Which... You know, and the thing is, is that I, I do understand that some people might even be listening to this and be like, Hey, Mitch, why are you an idiot? Why are you putting <laughs> people, like, why are you putting, let's say, Broly in front of Gas... And, um, yeah, why are you putting Broly in front of Gas? Because Gas's wish was to be the strongest in the universe. Fair, fair. You can, if if you wanted to flip-flop those, it's just, Broly's, like... His potential is, uh, is absurd. Is absurd. Because that's the thing, is when Gas's um, wish was made, Broly was on his planet. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were like saying, was Broly on Beerus's planet? Like, that is obviously in Universe 7 and not in between the realms. So, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like if Broly was fighting all these people, 
he would stomp a lot of them. And just because you're the strongest in universe seven, that's why that wish was worded like that. You were the strongest in that universe. So that's why I have no problem putting Jiren in front of gas. Gotcha. Yeah, well, definitely we'll definitely we'll have to get that list our list ready so we can have it next month, especially with these chapters being short and to the point and now you'll have a preview for next month besides the chapter we're gonna have our have our list of these and then i might have two because i might i do like your thing of excluding the fusion so i'll have it with them and without them sounds like a plan mitch anything else nope that's it for me with that being said thank you everyone for listening to the l7c podcast dragon ball super manga chapter 89 is out make sure you go read that Number 90 is coming out on February 20th. If you haven't voted for Dragon Ball Super for the Anime Awards for Crunchyroll, make sure you do that. And I'm going to post a picture when this episode comes out. I'll post it on the Facebook. I'll even get for the next episode, if you listen on Spotify, I'll have you guys rank them. And then tell us how you all put on our community page on YouTube as well. So that I just want to hear what you guys think. So with that being said, this is the L7C Podcast signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.